This is the 100th episode uh, of 100 on financial accounting, and we'll pick up uh, where we left off. Uh, so, um, what about uh, accounting for changes uh, in an asset's market value, right? How do we do that? Uh, the rules are different for uh, market value increases and decreases. For increases, uh, the generally accepted accounting principles do not permit firms uh, to write up the book value of their tangible and intangible long-lived assets when market values increase. The result is that financial accountants do not recognize increases in market value until the firm sells the assets and realizes uh, the value increase. For value decreases, uh, the generally accepted accounting principles do not allow assets uh, whose values uh, have declined substantially to remain uh, on the balance sheet at the amortized acquisition cost. When a firm has uh, information indicating that its assets have declined in market value or will provide a, a smaller future benefit than originally anticipated, the generally accepted accounting principles distinguish among long-lived assets, uh, intangibles that are not subject to amortization, uh, and goodwill. The test for the first category compares the uh, undiscounted cash flows from the assets with their book values. An asset impairment loss arises when the book values of the assets exceed the undiscounted cash flows. The amount of the impairment loss is the excess of the book values of the assets over their fair values. The test for the second category compares the book value of the assets to their market values. Uh, the amount of the impairment loss is the excess of the book values over the market values. The test for the third category involves the second test delineated above, I mean delineated prior, uh, plus two additional steps. First, the firm must ascertain uh, the current market value of a reporting unit that includes goodwill. Uh, the reporting unit is generally a previously acquired uh, uh, firm uh, in which uh, the acquired company allocated a portion of the purchase price to goodwill, right? Uh, if the current value of a reporting unit that includes goodwill on its balance sheet fails, um, I'm sorry, falls below the net book value of its uh, assets minus liabilities, an impairment loss on goodwill uh, may have occurred. Second, uh, the amount of the impairment uh, should be measured, right? This requires the firm to allocate the current market value of the goodwill to identify assets and liabilities of the reporting unit based on uh, their current market uh, values. Uh, the firm must also allocate any excess current market value to goodwill, uh, compare the amount allocated to goodwill with the goodwill's book value, and recognize uh, any impairment loss on goodwill, right? Uh, so now let's talk a little bit about liabilities, right? Uh, so um, our discussion here is going to start with some uh, LSAT or MCAT logic, right? So almost all liabilities are obligations, but uh, not all obligations are liabilities, right? Uh, so according to the Financial Accounting Standards Board, financial accountants generally recognize uh, an entity's obligation as a liability if the obligation involves the following. Uh, a probable future sacrifice of resources at a pre-specified or ascertainable date, uh, if the firm has little or no discretion to avoid the transfer, uh, and uh, in situations uh, where the transaction or event uh, giving rise to the obligation uh, already occurred. So uh, we can classify uh, liabilities um, into the following categories, right? So we have obligations uh, with fixed payment dates uh, uh, and amounts, and here I'm talking about uh, notes payable, interest payable, and bonds payable. Uh, second, we have obligations with fixed payment amounts, uh, but estimated payment dates. Uh, these are accounts payable and taxes payable. Uh, third, we have obligations for which the firm must estimate both timing, uh, the timing and amount of the payment, right? So these are your warranties payable. Uh, fourth, we have obligations arising from advances from customers on unexecuted contracts and agreements. So these are your rental fees uh, in advance and subscription fees received in advance as well. Uh, 
Fifth, you have obligations under mutually unexecuted contracts, right? Um, so these are your purchase commitments and your employment commitments. And finally, um, you have your contingent obligations, uh, which are your unsettled lawsuits uh, and financial uh, instruments uh, with off-balance uh, uh, sheet risk, right? Uh, in historical cost accounting, uh, liabilities appear on the balance sheet at the present value of payments that a firm expects to make in the future. The interest rate that the firm uses in calculating the present value uh, uh, through the life of the liability is the interest uh, rate appropriate for the spe specific borrower at the time uh, it initially incurred uh, the liability, right? And that concludes uh, this 100th episode uh, of 100 on financial accounting, not, of course, ruling at the possibility of bonus sessions.